are listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hi everyone, welcome, welcome. I am so excited to be doing another solo episode. I think that these have been really helpful in just kind of explaining what's going on, sharing some of Monica's journey, but also making sure that you're making this podcast as useful and applicable to you as possible. So thank you for your notes and messages. I'm so glad you're loving them. I hope that you've been loving the bonus episodes as well. So keep giving feedback, keep letting us know how you're liking it, what else we can add. It is so important to me that this is so useful for you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So this episode is all about strategy and strategy demystified. So let's talk about what's been going on with Monica so far and her strategy. So what she's really grown so far is her mindset. Like you can feel how much more confident and happy and at ease she feels. It's such a departure from feeling like everything she was doing was wrong and, you know, she wasn't making good choices and had made all these bad investments. And I just have seen a tremendous amount of growth in her mindset and a tremendous amount of growth in how she feels on a day-to-day basis, right? Which is incredibly important. And I think not to go off on a tangent here, but (laughs) stick with me for one second. It's so important because I think it's something that's so undervalued in our society. Like what we're kind of taught, I think in most cases is hustle first, get happy later. Or like, you don't deserve to be happy if you're not hustling really, really hard. And the more I do this, what I have found to be true over and over and over again is that you have to get happy and feel good first before the results start to show up with ease. Can you hustle your way there? I mean, you definitely can, but I think that at the end of the day, it won't feel how you want it to feel and it won't have been worth it, right? And so it's so beautiful to see that happening for Monica. But, you know, just permission here, if you're listening, and I know this has nothing to do with strategy, but it's so important, permission here to make you feeling good and at ease and confident and happy and peaceful a huge priority because if you bring that human to your business, your success is inevitable. If you bring the overwhelmed, um, you know, feeling not enough, under is underconfident a word, y'all? I don't even know. Not confident, it's probably better, right? Not confident human to your business and try to out-hustle it, you may or may not get the result, right? So permission to put your mindset first and to feel happy first. Heck, I have an entire show called Happy Thoughts uh, with my best friend, Sarah, because we believe in this so much. So anyway, it is so cool because I feel like Monica is finally at a place where her mindset is becoming more and more rock solid, right? But here's what's happening from that, you guys. Her actions are finally starting to align with that, right? And when I say finally, I don't mean for me, I mean for her. I think she's been in this frustration of like, I know what I want to do sometimes and I find myself not doing it or like, I know how I want to feel, but I find myself not showing up for how I want to feel. And what is so cool is to see that in these last few months, what has started to take place is that she really doubled down on her mindset and now her actions are starting to align with that. 
It's why I always tell people that strategy without the mindset is really challenging, but mindset with the strategy, like that's everything, right? So she's really at a place where she's gone in on something, like really giving herself the space to fully create and see something through like this challenge, right? You know, there have certainly been times where she's been all in on content and calls, but it's definitely been inconsistent as, as inconsistent as her mindset has been, right? And so seeing that change has been so cool. As soon as she really locked in on her mindset, the consistency and ease in her strategy is totally changing. And I hope that you can really see that illustrated here. Like that is so powerful. I really just cannot, cannot stress that enough, right? That as soon as she locked in on her mindset, the consistency in her execution and strategy totally shifts, right? She's definitely had, you know, small wins, but she isn't where she wants to be about three to four months in, but now it's happening because she's starting to align her mindset with her strategy with the execution, right? But what I will say is that gap of when your mindset finally shifts and when your strategy and actions start to align, but where you're still waiting on the, you know, bigger or more consistent results to show up. That is the hardest effing place to be in business, like by far, right? So today we're going to dive into how to navigate that space, how to get through it so you can actually get the results and what strategies really make a difference and basically just, you know, completely demystifying strategy in general. I think people often think that it's so challenging and so complicated and I'm really here to tell you that it's not. So let's dive in. Uh, One of the things I want to talk about is that, you know, this, this idea of Monica being at one of the hardest places in business. So one of the reasons she's there right now is because she's at a place where she's doing the consistent work that will lead to the result, but there's a time gap, <laughs> right? So I have this story that I love to share with my clients about a hole my German shepherd ate in my drywall. <laughs> True story. Uh, because it perfectly illustrates the idea of the solution being on the way. So I'm going to share that story with you guys really quickly. So um, I have a German shepherd named Riley who is a lovely angel, but was a, a t- terrible when she was younger, um, as many over eager German shepherds are. And one day I was away and came home to, uh, her having literally eaten a hole in the drywall of my wall. Right. And so what I did was call, you know, a, a repair person to come out and patch it up. Cause like, I don't know how to do that. Right. And the, the guy was like, yeah, 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 no problem. I think it was a Saturday that happened. He was like, we can't come till Wednesday. And I was like, all right, you know, fine. That's not the end of the world. But, but ultimately, here's, here's the difference, right? What I could have done in the Saturday to Wednesday gap is go on YouTube and look at how to patch it, worry that he might not show up on Wednesday, go to Home Depot and ask them if they had a patching kit, try to do it myself and maybe fuck it up worry that what if he doesn't show and maybe make a backup appointment, like all this stuff, right? Stare at the hole in the wall, constantly going, there's a hole in the wall, there's a hole in the wall, oh my God, there's a hole in the wall, right? But here's the truth. The solution was already on its way. I already took the action. There was just a time gap, right? Like I just had to sit with the hole in the wall for the time gap between Saturday and Wednesday and be okay with the fact that the problem had already been solved and the solution was on its way. Does that make sense in business? That's what's so hard for us to do. It's like running a challenge, for example, right? Monica 
um, you know, really got to that place where she realized two things. One is that she wants to serve her audience more deeply and with more value and really step into those, like, I'm an amazing coach shoes. So that was number one. And number two is she realized, like, you know, it's a little harder to get calls than I want it to be. So I just need more people in front of me, right? So it was to grow her, her community as well. So she decided, well, I'm going to do a challenge, right? So she already identified the solution. It's like when I was like, oh, there's a hole in the wall. And so I'm going to call someone to come fix this, right? And then she started taking the steps. So she like created the landing page and the promotional posts and designed the challenge and started promoting it and putting it out there. And then she's running the challenge and actually in it with everybody every day and whatever, right? So there's a huge time gap, right? And then after the challenge is when selling just starts. And honestly, a lot of challenges don't even pay off immediately. It takes a little bit of time, right? And so what can happen is the solution is already on its way. She already identified like her two challenges. She already picked a solution to it. It's just that she's in the process of executing that solution, right? So this is what's so important. Like that's where Monica is now, where the solution is on its way, but she can keep staring at that hole or keep reworking it and keep making it worse. And that's what we're not going to do, but it is what a lot of people do. So they they identify the solution, they start to solve the problem, and they either stay staring at the hole in the wall for weeks on end, only focused on that hole and never really seeing the, the forward movement, or they try to do a crappy job doing a hundred different things to patch the hole, right? Well, I'll like watch this video, I'll go get this kit, I'll do this thing, I'll try this, I'll right when like the solution was already on its way. So I hope that's helpful for you, which is the reminder to stop staring at the hole in the wall and just get comfortable with knowing your solution is coming, like knowing the repair guy is showing up. You know what I mean? So I hope that was was a useful analogy here. But let's go back to how not to do that in business. So what can happen is that most people will rework it. So when we're talking about that time gap, most people will do the thing that I said, which is like, go to Home Depot, watch a bunch of videos, like rework the whole strategy while they're in the middle of it, right? And that's where our strategies tend to fall apart because we don't give them a chance to actually work. So typically I say that the results you're having in business right now are based on the work you did 90 days ago. Seriously. All strategies take at least 90 days to play out, at least, right? So think about that for a second. The results that you have right now are based on the strategy you were implementing and the consistency with which you were implementing it 90 days ago. Like, great perspective, right? It totally changes the game in how you're thinking about your business. So something that we often think is that business looks like action, result, action, result, right? But it just doesn't. That's that's not the linear... <laughs> Um, path that business follows, right? At the beginning of your business, quite honestly, it usually looks like action, 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 action result, right? And then later, as you've built up your mindset and strategy and the momentum, it tends to look more like action, result, 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 right? But it takes time to get there. But so with that being said, let's look at this, right? What strategies make the most sense And what should you even use to see the results you want, right? Knowing that it might look like action, 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 result for a little bit in your business. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But where most people fail as entrepreneurs 
is that in the middle of that action, they totally change the strategy and decide it's not going to work. And so what happens is they burn themselves out having done 50 different actions and then creating a mindset story that none of them work, right? Uh, One of my first um, coaches told me a story that I loved, which was about a pot boiling on a stove. And she said, um, you know, when you, when you put a pot on the stove, you don't know that it's boiling. You can barely see the evidence. You just trust that it is, right? And then when it boils, it happens in an instant, right? But most entrepreneurs, most new entrepreneurs, take the pot off the stove right before it was about to boil. And that has stuck with me, and I have shared it with so many clients because that is the action, 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 action result at the beginning of business, right? And so hopefully that will give you some permission that you don't need to, you know, rework the strategy. You need to stay in it and you need to be okay with the fact that action does lead to the results, but it's not always action result, right? Okay. So let's talk about strategy more deeply. If I'm going to like really, really, really simplify it, there are basically three options, we'll say, for strategies to build your online business. Now. I am going super simple here, you guys. So it doesn't mean you can't combine them or that there probably aren't subsets to all of them, but this is like the simplest way I can explain it, right? And, you know, again, it doesn't mean you can't combine them, but typically at the beginning of your business, we want to pick one to go all the way in on before adding the others, right? So those strategies are organic growth and marketing, paid marketing ads, traffic, or press and PR. So organic marketing is basically what Monica is doing. We're, we're going into other communities. We're building our own community. We're putting out organic free content. We're reaching out to people. We're showing up and offering a free challenge. Like So all stuff that's completely organic, no paid ads, no press, right? And and really just kind of like leaning into that organic growth, like ultimately like great content grows your following, right? And then paid is more like ads and paid traffic, right? So whether that's like Facebook ads or um, ads in other places or, you know, some of the kind of like Yelp and Google uh, stuff that you can invest in. I'm like trying to keep it super simple, you guys. I'm like, sorry. I'm trying to make sure that nobody's like, wait, what did she mean about that? And should I go do that? But right, like it, it's paid traffic, right? So it's like you're putting money in the like like fa- Facebook machine basically and they're showing it to people, right? And then PR. So press, um, articles, features, podcasts, that kind of stuff, right? So organic, paid, and PR. Makes sense? So Monica is really focused on organic. And that makes the most sense for her because what she has to put in right now is time, right? So to spend the time on organic growth makes the most sense. And it also, and this is really important, you guys, it also primes her to be ready for paid traffic and PR, right? If you aren't getting good growth organically, it's really hard to get good paid growth, right? If you aren't getting people picking up your message organically, it's really hard to have super successful PR. Does that make sense? And then again, it's a time component too. Monica has the time right now since she stepped out of her other business to put into the organic growth. That's the asset she has. We've talked about that a lot in previous episodes, right? It's like time or money are your asset. And right now, 
time is totally her asset, so organic makes the most sense, right? But it's also good to know that that's not the only way to grow your business. And what you have to contribute may be entirely different than Monica. So keep that in mind, please, right? Like this is this is what's fitting her and this is why we're talking about it so much because of course this podcast is about her journey, but just know that yours may be totally different. But ultimately, keeping it that simple is what's going to really help, right? Just thinking about those three areas like organic paid and PR, right? And it's figuring out what you passionately want to say and share, what the strategy is for sharing it, and then getting wildly consistent with that strategy, right? So there's three strategies and then three things you got to do. So organic, paid, and PR, going to say it one more time, and then three things you got to do. Figure out what you passionately want to say and share. Figure out what the strategy is for sharing it of those three we just talked about, and then get wildly consistent with that strategy, right? So to dive deeper with Monica, we started by organically creating and sharing content. Then she took people a step deeper to invite them to calls, right? Assuming that they either want the result of the call and or they love her content, right? Now we're growing the people to offer more calls to, right? By running the challenge and giving value so they know they want the result and they're going to get massive value from the content. That's kind of the whole thing. Does that make sense? So it was like, put out great content, get in front of people, lead them to a call. Go even deeper with your content, grow the audience even more, offer more calls, right? Like all roads lead to people coming into her community and taking the next step to speaking with her and then taking the final step to paying her, right? That's kind of the whole thing, right? Like I think it's just so important to be able to see it and explain it that easily, which is like what we know is that in selling one-on-one, people talking to you is so important, right? Like something I always remind my clients is like if people don't want to get on the phone with you for free, they you're still steps away from them wanting to pay you. So your first thing is to, to lean into how can I give such great value and have such a great value proposition that people always want to get on the phone with me for free. Because if they do, then two things happen. One, I convert them really fast that way. And two, I get better and better at getting people to pay me long term. Does that make sense? So what we're trying to do right now is have her put out this great content, have people want to get on the call with her because of it, right? And or because of the value proposition of the call. And then have her convert really well. If those three things happen, she's untouchable in business. That's the strategy, right? If I know, like, truly, I feel completely solid in my business because I know I am excellent at getting people on the phone and I'm excellent at converting. That's what creates safety for me in my business. Now, again, you may have a totally different model. Like, you may be like, what creates safety for me is like, I'm freaking excellent at, at, you know, pitching on a live stream. And from there, everyone buys my course. Like, it, it doesn't matter what your model is, but it's that idea of feeling so rooted in your strategy and in your process that you know you can make it happen. And Monica loves being on the phone with people, right? She loves that one-to-one service. So that's what we're focused on, right? So listen, certainly there is so much more um, to it when we look at your own challenges, your business, your audience. But if you can keep simplifying it and looking at it from that big picture that we just did, we're kind of like, all roads lead to growing the audience so more people want to get on the phone or getting more people on the phone, it becomes so easy, right? 
You got to look at it from that big picture. It makes so much more sense than feeling like there are all these random strategies that you should try that don't fit together, but because you heard on five different podcasts, like maybe you'll give it a whirl. No, no, no. No, no, no. I promise no. One of my favorite quotes is by Einstein um, when he said, if you can't explain it simply, you just don't know it well enough. Right? Like, I mean, seriously, if you can't explain it simply, you just don't know it well enough. That is how I feel about strategy. You should be able to explain what you're doing in your strategy and how it all fits together really, really simply like I just did with Monica's. If I were to ask you about your strategy and it took you 15 minutes to explain it to me, tell me all the things you were doing, the million ways you were trying to grow, et cetera, et cetera, I would tell you that you're completely missing the point, right? The point is to keep your strategy simple, specific, clear, and frankly, easy, right? So that you can get your mindset on board and can actually execute on it super consistently. If you do that, you'll see the results show up right? Now remember, it can take time, but they will be there. They will be there. So what I most want you to take away from this episode is this. You can have mindset without the strategy or strategy without the mindset, but both keep you stuck, right? So as an example, meditating all day, then doing 20 strategies that don't fit together or make any sense, is a no. Though, I mean, though in that case, I would say that I'd argue that it means your mindset isn't actually on board, but that's a whole other episode, right? But but the same as doing one or a hundred things strategy-wise that you truly don't believe in or uh, feel like you have enough to offer or feel like you should be able to receive money for, like then wondering why the money isn't rolling in, like that doesn't work either, right? So meaning like doing the mindset work and then being messy and inconsistent with your strategy doesn't work. Just like Having the strategy, whether it's one or a hundred things, but not believing in it doesn't work, right? So ultimately, if you get your mindset in check, then focus on simple, streamlined strategy and give yourself permission to wait for the gap between when you start and when it shows up, everything will change in your business. Everything. So I want to say that one more time because I think it's really important. If you get your mindset in check and then focus on those really like simple and easy and streamlined strategies, then you give yourself the permission required to wait for the for the results to show up between when you start and when they come to fruition, your business will be totally different. And your strategy may be different than Monica's, but you should be able to explain it that simply, right? So mindset and strategy go together, <laughs> create the, the simple streamlined strategy to go with it and be able to know it and explain it really simply. That's really where we're at with Monica and really where you want to be at if you're in that growth phase of your business um, that she's in or, you know, even if you're further along or further behind, like this isn't, these are not steps that you can skip. You can't be like, yeah, 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 I'll do the mindset thing at some point, whatever, or yeah, 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 I'll get my strategy simplified at some point. No big deal. No matter like how fast your trajectory is or quite honestly, how slow it is. These are steps you can't skip and they're so important. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this demystified strategy for you so that it doesn't feel like this complicated layered onion that you can't possibly understand without an MBA. But so you realize that the simpler and simpler you make your strategy, the more you're going to win in business, right? And I'm so, so pumped for you to be able to see this illustration of Monica's journey. Like I really believe I picked the perfect person 
and that it was all just divinely inspired because she is truly showing the challenges all of us have in business. And I see it being so helpful and so needed and so affirming for so many of you, right? And I just want to give her so much gratitude and credit for that. And I also want to give you guys gratitude and credit because I have love, love, loving all the tags and shares and messages and emails I've been getting from y'all. It really, like, it just means more to us than you could possibly know. I believe in this so much. I believe in sharing the behind the scenes of the journey so deeply. And it means so much to me that you're enjoying it and that you're enjoying it enough to share it and reach out and have conversation around it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also remember, we give away a free session with me once a month for leaving a review. So if you want to talk strategy in your business and how it applies to you, leave us a review to be entered to win. And if you have questions, comments, feedback on this episode, join us in my Facebook community, The Lit Up and Loaded Entrepreneur, and we can continue this conversation and happy to answer any questions you have. So thank you guys so much for being part of the Literally family. Love you, appreciate you, and so excited to continue this journey with you. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. I am so grateful to you for being part of our journey. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you for listening. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated.